Welcome back to the Get More Podcast, where we're going to get you more money, more marketing, more business strategy, more community, and just more of the good stuff that you need in your life every day. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. We are here with another episode of Money Monday. Now, this episode is going to somewhat piggyback off of last week's episode. Um, last week's Money Monday that talks about vacation, the credit card, some money mindset stuff. And this is going to be specifically about the credit card portion of last week's show. And so, super quick recap. We went to get rental car and we're told that the specific rental car that we had booked would require a credit card. Now, as of, honestly, actually, as of posting this episode live, it will be a full year since my husband and I have been debt-free. And that is debt-free from everything. We don't have a car payment. We don't have credit card payments. We don't have any kind of student loans. We don't have any medical bills. We don't have any other debt. Our entire living expenses are literally just that, living expenses. So keeping the lights on, eating all the food, paying rent, all that good stuff. So we do not have credit cards. And when we were getting debt free, one of the first things that we paid off and were so, so thankful to pay off and say bye-bye to were the credit cards. And we paid those off early 2019 and... We're just like, well, done with that. Okay, goodbye. Never renewed them, never activated them, closed the accounts, everything. Goodbye. Credit cards, not for us. And in that time, since 2019 to now in late, mid-August, I guess it's really just mid-August 2021, we have not needed a credit card to do anything. We've gone on multiple trips. We have driven across the country in a U-Haul. U-Haul does not require a credit card. Just so we're all clear, U-Haul did not require a credit card, which is why we did what we did with everything. But I haven't needed a credit card. I haven't had one. I haven't even considered having a credit card of any kind since since we got rid of them because that was literally the goal of all of this is to pay them off, not to deal with it, not worry about it, whatever. And more than more than a couple of you um, slid into my DMs on Instagram and told me that that was incredibly irresponsible and that I should always have a credit card so that I can always be building my credit and what if something happens? What if an emergency happens? And my response to that was simply, well, we have an emergency fund. We have saved away money that we just pretend doesn't exist. It's, as far as I'm concerned, that money does not exist in my life. If we have an emergency, then that money can exist in life. But other than that, is irrelevant, is not happening to me. So I've never really worried about whether or not we would be in an emergency that would require a credit card. And I'm very thankful for that. Uh, We are very, very, very blessed. We are incredibly privileged for that in our lives that we have not had an incident like that come up at all over time. I'm very, 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 very thankful for that. So we just have that emergency fund. We just like have the liquid assets essentially in the event that an emergency would come up. We would able 
we would be able to start paying it right away, if not pay the entire thing, and we would pay it in cash. If it was a major, major emergency, uh, payment plans are a thing. I have worked out payment plans over my life for anything and everything, especially if it would be a medical emergency, especially a medical emergency. You can negotiate your rates, you can change your payment plans, you can change the amount, you can get itemized list of all of your medical expenses and you can fight them tooth and nail, which isn't really tooth and nail most of the time. Customer service, if you call them and you're like, why did I pay this? I, I don't think I should have been charged this or this is wrong. When you call and you confirm and you kind of just argue with them a little bit, like in a nice way, be respectful here in a nice way, they can renegotiate those bills. They can really help you out with that. So with all of that knowledge in mind, we just have not had credit cards since then, which we're not going to just magically get. I'm just going to say, even though I thought about this over the course of this week, I really did. I really thought like, oh, what if that is really irresponsible? What if we should have it? And then I remembered my old life where I had a credit card and I was like, I'm just going to use it for emergencies. And then emergencies turned into everything and anything. And I... I have done all of this work, we've worked really, really hard to get out of debt, and I'm just not willing to be like, yeah, just say yes one time, just say yes to this one thing. I simply do not want to deal with that, I do not want it, I do not want any stupid interest rates, I do not want to go back to what my husband used to do, where he'd just track his spending with his credit card, and he'd just pay it off, and like, that's great. If that is genuinely what you want to do, fine do that. If that system is actively working for you and you don't see any problems and you have never had or you've only had like very, very minor credit card experiences, fine. It might work for you. I don't encourage it. But for me, who did rack up a ton of money in credit card debt, I was like, I'm not even, I'm not even going to just tempt myself. I'm not going to give myself the opportunity to look at a five, ten, fifteen thousand dollar credit limit and be like, oh, it's fine. I can handle that. I'm just simply not going to do that. And so I thought about it that all week, just like how I'm not, I'm still not going to do it. I'm still holding through doing it. And I've also thought about like a lot of people who maybe don't have the capacity to do that, who do not have that backup emergency fund. When emergencies happen, they really do have to go on the credit card. And if that is literally what your life situation is right now, that is fine. We are all somewhere in our financial money journey. And wherever you are right now is the right place for you right now. And if your goal is to pay off all those credit cards, get out of credit card debt, and never look back, awesome, fabulous. If your goal is to pay off your credit cards and then responsibly spend with them going forward, excellent fabulous, do that. If you were someone who was just spending willy-nilly on your credit card and you're like, I'm not, I cannot be bothered to care, I get that too because I also could not be bothered to care back in the day when I was doing it and I had a great time doing it. I really did. It felt so freaking good to just be like using that credit card, swipe that card, sign my name and so when I was, I'm reading this book right now it is called Dollars and Cents, um, like cents, like the the feeling, uh, not like the money. It's, it's a cute play on it. It's a cute play on it. And it is by 
Dr. Dan Arley, I believe his name is spelled. I'll have that uh, down in the show notes. And I'm about like, mm, I think I'm on like chapter seven, something like that. And it has this whole chapter about credit cards and how we use credit cards to alleviate pain when we are spending. So there is always this kind of pain attached to spending money. And it's like a whole psychology thing. I'm going to give you the dumb breakdown version of it real quick. And that is when we are using a credit card, we are essentially treating it as a different form of money. It is it is our money. We know that it is our money. It is our credit card. We know. We know that whatever we spend on the credit card, we will eventually have to pay. We know that we're going to have to pay for that at some point, but not right there in that moment. So in that moment, the pain that comes with spending and spending our money and not having it anymore is immediately gone because you have kicked the can, so to speak, down the road. What you're paying for right now you will not see a bill for for weeks or months, depending on what your credit card cycle is and whatnot. But in that moment, you're not paying for it. In that moment, you feel better about swiping that card and signing your name than you would if you had to open up your wallet, pull out however much in cash, give it to whatever you're buying, and get the change. Or even when you use your debit card, because that is going to come immediately out of your checking account. Cash and debit, kind of the same thing in my book. It is that instantaneous. You no longer have that money. You have exchanged it. Goods to service. There's there's no hesitation or there's a lot of hesitation, but there's no like, oh, I'm going to take care of it later kind of feelings. When you are swiping that credit card, that is that is going to come on a bill later on. And when when we get those bigger credit card bills, we're looking at that total amount of money. We're looking at the amount that we owe. We're not necessarily looking at those individual purchases. So we can sort of, you know, do a little bit of mental gymnastics here and kind of shuffle it around. Because when you're, you know, paying a, let's say you're paying a $5,000 credit card bill, you're just like, oh, I'm paying this for all of these other things and that's perfectly fine. But like included in all those other things are going to be the interest that you are paying on those things. If you carry a balance over every month, say maybe you couldn't pay it off. So you're carrying over that balance with that interest fee, depending on what kind of credit card you have. You might have late fees for your payments. You might have uh, annual fees, quarterly fees. You might have uh, requirements attached to it. Like you have to spend X amount of dollars every month or you have to pay, insert some other fee. And you're not really looking at all that stuff because that would be looking at it as an individual breakdown. And when we're using those credit cards, we're just looking at it as one total number. We're not even seeing all the things that we bought. And this kind of goes to credit cards are encouraging us to spend more, to spend quickly, just that swipe again, boom, swipe. A lot of us even just have all these things saved in one-click purchasing on Amazon. They pioneered that shit. Just 
immediate, like quick, immediate payments. We buy it, we forget it. Who here, and I know, I'll know if you're lying because this is pretty much all of us, who has bought something online and then completely forgot that you bought it until it shows up? And this can just be for anything. Sometimes I will actively be ordering stuff from Amazon that I need. I will straight up forget and it'll show up and I'll be like, when did I order this? What is this? Because you're not seeing that actual physical exchange. It's just click. It's it's just clicks. It's all electronic. So we have so much less pain associated to those purchases, but we also have less attachment. We are also not paying as much attention. And that is what credit cards thrive on. They offer us the whole freaking world right this second. They are feeding on our instant gratification love and just kicking it down the road. I'm you should not take a drink for how many times I think I've said kick it down the road. You should definitely not do that. It might be funny, but you shouldn't do that. But it really is that instant gratification, worry about it later. And the normalized culture of, well, everybody has some kind of debt. You're just going to be in debt. But it means that you can have these things right now as opposed to maybe just waiting a couple weeks, a couple months to buy the big ticket item that you would have used your credit card for. And when you buy that big ticket item, you have put more thought into it. You you have done the pros and cons analysis for it. When we bought our big TV, it is, I think it's like 65, no, it's like 55. When we bought our big TV, I saved for that stupid TV for months. Could we have gone and just bought it? Could we have put that on a credit card? and paid it later and got some points, sure, for sure. But the fact that I waited to buy that TV, I weighed the pros and cons, I figured out where it was gonna go, I I shopped so many different brands to find the right TV because I knew this was gonna be a big purchase, it was gonna be a lot of money that I was suddenly not going to have. So I wanted it to be a very good purchase. Back in the day, when I used to buy big ticket items, um, clothes, I bought a phone, like things like that. And I just swipe that credit card. Boom. Who cares? Worry about it later. It's just, it's already done. Like I'll worry about figuring out how to pay for it later and later just happened to never come for me. At least not until years and years later. So when you have to actively immediately transfer your actual money, you make a lot better careful decisions. You think about it more. It is, it's a, mm, yeah, no, you're just really thinking about it more. Um, and I did just want to, um, read this quote from that book, uh, Dollars and Cents. It's such a freaking good book. I'm, I'm not gonna read this whole long quote. I'll probably, I'll probably link this somewhere, somehow to give the credit. Um, so this says, the power of credit cards lies not just in temporal shifting, altering the time between pleasure and payment, but also in reducing the attention it takes to pay. The less attention, the less pain. The more we value something without cause. A simple swipe of a card is easier than getting out our wallet, observing how much money we have, grabbing some bills, counting, and waiting for cash. When we use cash, we actually think about, notice, touch, grab, remove, sort, and count the money we're spending. In the process, we feel the loss. 
With a credit card, that loss is not as vivid and not as visceral. Credit cards also make payment easier and less painful by consolidating a month's purchases into one simple bill. When we accumulate a balance as a result, charging a little more for another purchase doesn't seem too bad. And so when it says that, it's it's really kind of telling you like, oh, you've already spent like $4,000 this month. So like if you have like a like a $5,000 credit limit, or I'm going to try to do this because I'm bad at math. So like $5,000 credit limit, and you only spent, only spent $4,000 that month, seeing something that is, you know, $200 doesn't seem like a big purchase anymore. Like, oh, it's just $200 more. Like, I have like a $5,000 limit. I'm like, you know, what's the big deal? It's only a little bit more. When you already have $4,000 in expenses, an extra 200 does not seem like a lot. And that is just kind of the mental gymnastics that do happen when we can take a drink, kick the can down the road to later getting on that credit card bill. And so when you get that credit card bill also, when you're getting it, you've already had whatever it is that you spent the money on. You've already had that. You've already gone through all of the positive feelings of getting that thing. You've already had all of those positive moments. So say you bought, uh, say you went out to dinner, you spent your, used your credit card to buy dinner. You had all those good feelings about dinner at dinner. Now, four and a half weeks later, getting the credit card bill, looking at it being like, why did I spend $100 on this? That was stupid. I don't like that. I hated that we did that. I didn't even have a good time. And all these things. So that really positive experience that you got to have, you are now putting into a negative light because you are paying for it later, which has unattached you from it in the moment. When you pay for it at the time, yeah, sure, there's going to be that pain of spending that money right then, but it was a good night. You had a great date night. You went out with friends. It was a good night. So you were still having all of those positive feelings attached in that moment that will outweigh the pain of spending. Like, oh, dinner was a little bit expensive, but it was a great freaking time. And so having it be a great time as your lasting memory is going to be what you remember. When you are paying for it later, it is only that negative attached. It could have been the best. It could have been your freaking wedding dinner. If you could have gotten engaged kind of dinner and later on, you're going to be like, I don't know why I paid that much money and there's going to be interest attached to it potentially. All these things that just come with a credit card. But because we love that instant gratification, here we are. And that is one of those things that I really try to work with people on when they start trying to get out of debt, when they start trying to save money, when they start trying to budget. It is so much learning how to step away from instant gratification. We only want what is happening right now. We want it now. We want it now. We want it now. That is what we are culturally kind of conditioned to be now between, you know, instant, buy it, get it now, Amazon two-day shipping, uh, overnight delivery, Instacart, DoorDash, all these things that get it to you right now. We want everything 
at the drop of our hands. And getting out of debt is literally not like that. Getting out of debt is a slow grind. Creating a budget and staying in budget is a slow grind. It is every single day making methodical, intentional choices financially that will help change your life and your finances and get you out of debt. It is not an instant gratification thing. Getting out of debt is not as fun and it is not as easy and it is way more time consuming than getting into debt. You can get into debt in a matter of hours, like minutes. You can get into so much debt in a matter of minutes. When you filled out all your student loan paperwork and you signed your name, you accepted so much debt so freaking fast. It happened immediately and it is yours. When you spend all this stuff on your credit card, it is yours. Your debt is immediately to you, but getting out of it is a slow grind, intentional process. So a really big thing in us not using credit cards is also training ourselves to not need the instant gratification. It is making sure that the purchases that we want are the things that we want, that we are purchasing, using, investing, and eating in things that we actually want, that we have weighed the pros and cons and we have really thought about. It has made us very intentional. And so if you are someone who really prefers to use that credit card, I really want you to think about how you spend your money, how you weigh pros and cons for different purchases you make, or is it, well, you can buy it, so you want it, so you did buy it, you'll figure it out later. If you are making your credit card purchases without thinking about them, think about why. Is it because you can just pay it later? If you can pay it later, why won't you just pay for it now? If you want it so much, why will you not wait a week, two weeks, three weeks? Why is it so important to have right now? Would your life end if you did not get it right this second? If you could get it in a week or in a month or in two months when you have saved up to pay for it in cash immediately, will it still be as valuable to you? And if it will not still be as valuable to you in a month, you should think about why you want to get it right now. But that is a whole other episode about, you know, biking your purchase and things like that. We may go over that at some point. I'm not for sure. If that is something you want me to cover, um, just kind of like the psychology of the instant gratification by it now, uh, that is also kind of in the book that I'm reading right now. I've read a couple other books that kind of go into that. So I could look into that a little bit more for that. Um, if that is something you all would be interested in, I would love to talk about it. I'll probably talk about it anyway. Honestly, I'll probably talk about it anyway, whether you care or not, because it is Money Monday. This is my show. And I'm just super, super thankful that y'all hung out with me here today. I hope this, you know, has made you think about your credit card spending just a little bit more and how we have been so manipulated by the credit card industry into feeling these things and into believing these things and to accepting all of these things as normal. So I hope y'all have the best freaking day. If you are not already registered for the Money Manual Workshop, it is going to be my free three-day event. It's going to be September 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Um, make sure you get registered for that. That is going to be in the show notes as well, or you can find it over on my Instagram. And I think that is going to be all for today. Have a good one, y'all.